Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. All right, guys, how you doing today? So um, I just want to let you guys know that I have a return co-host today, which I'm super excited to have, and it's Nicole Blaine. How are you? Oh, how am I? Or how is the audience about me being on your podcast? It's probably best <laughs> we don't know how they feel about me co-hosting for a second time, but welcome me back. I'm so excited Yay. to be here. And, yeah. and great. Glad to have you back. And as you guys know, uh, Nicole is a stand-up comedian, a writer and producer, and she has a show called Life's a Bit out on Amazon Prime, which I hope that you guys checked out already. And if not, I think you need to check it out or we're going to be really upset with you, aren't we, Nicole? I mean, what will I do without one more view? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Wait, that was Hopefully insulting put- to like your listeners. What I was trying to do was <laughs> insult myself, not that you only have one listener. <laughs> oh, but if God, you do have, have one more listener. than yeah, hopefully you have more than one, and they're really, really excited right now to go check it out after I insulted them. So this is going swimmingly. Is this my love language? Great. Self-deprecation? Yes, this, is that what we're yeah, talking this, about? And, uh, absolutely. And this is exactly, guys, what we're going to actually be talking about today. And so, and I'm going to use the topic name because I always have a fun topic name, you know, for all of my episodes. So, and I'm going to try to use my French as little and as well as possible. So today's topic, guys, it's called L'Amour Langui, or it's, I think it's L'Amour Langue which is actually the love languages. So um, we are going to be discussing that today. And Nicole, you are going to be my co-host at the chair. and We're going to have a good time with this one. But I'm going to start off with um, the love languages and um, let you know what it's about a little bit and let the people out there know. So it's, it's, it's basically saying one of the most common relationship issues people face today is the struggle to express love intentionally and meaningfully ways to people or to, you know, to their mates. So everyone wants to show their partner that they care, yet many people struggle to do it in a way that speaks to their heart. So we all have these love languages. And this guy named Dr. Chapman, he actually wrote this book and did these studies and research on the five love languages. And so they, there's something out there that says we just have five love languages, which I'm sure, um, you know, probably boils down to maybe a couple more, but I'm okay with that today. How about you? Um, I, I am very interested in this subject because I actually Good. think that's not just about even the romantic partnership with love languages. This also folds out into friendships and that's you know, in large, like how I, you know, even feel like someone is giving me love from like my work and my peers and my children. I mean, I actually... I don't want to take over, but you gave a really cool thing when you gave me a homework assignment to go test uh-huh. my love languages. Good. And what, what did you tell, come up tell, with, by what, the way? What, what, tell the viewers, what did we do? What did you make me do? You sent me a link. Okay. So guys, what, what Nicole is saying is that, um, you know, there's this quiz out there that um, uh, tells you what your major love language is. And so I'm curious before I actually tell people obviously what the five love languages are, but I'm curious to know, well, after I actually, let me repeat that. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the five love languages first. And I'm curious for people out there to, before they take this test to figure out what they are. And so here we go. So the five love languages that are out there are the words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. quality time, Mm -hmm. physical touch, acts of service and receiving gifts. And so um, those are the five love languages. And now there's, there's everyone has like, a major priority of what they need the most of. And so I actually had a bunch of my friends take this and, and me being the relationship guru that I say that I am, 
I tried to, you know, knowing them, I go, this is what I think you are. And I think I was about 95% right on all of them. One person, I think one person out of maybe 10 surprised me. And um, you're, his, his you're was saying you were, you were able to predict what all the people you know, what their most favorable love language is. That's correct. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun, which you should probably try now that you well, know no, this. No. Now I think you mm -hmm. should try to predict me. Okay. Well, this is okay. This will be a lot of fun. So, and I've known Nicole for a while, you know, like I said, so this is going to be a lot of fun and you've been married for a long time. So we're going to get into that as well, but yeah. let's see. I think that for yourself, because of what we've talked about in your past, your background, I'm going to have to say that it's probably physical touch is probably number one. Or it's going to be quality time, I think, is going to be your number one thing because of the fact that, you know, acts of service, receiving gifts, you know, words of affirmation might be up there, but I'm going to go with quality time for you. Interesting. How did I do? How did I do? Well, let's, so you said quality time was up there? And then I, what was I, say the quality, other I say quality time and physical touch for you because of, like I said, I know that from your past, with you know, and, and then all this uh -huh. kind of stems from parental bullshit that we have right. in our past. I know for a fact. And so it's, it's got to be somewhere in there. You that did pretty we all... good. You, okay, got my, right. you got my second one. My second one apparently is quality time. I really am okay. someone who just wants to be with the people that I love doing something we like to do together, which just could be staring at each other. But you're right. My But it's interesting. Physical touch. Um, strangely, uh, you don't really ever need to touch me. Like, I think- Damn it, I forgot. See, you know, I know what we're talking about, and I totally missed that one. <laughs> so I totally so forgot weird. about Are that. Are you a big physical touch person? Was that a big I one I am you? the biggest physical touch person there is. Like, you, if you want to love me, just touch me. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm putty in your hands because it's like, I, you know, for myself, I need it. And I know why I need it because of the fact that I was always looking for, um, you know, that- affirmation of appreciation of physicality. And so when I feel like someone's, um, you know, hugging me and loving me, which I need all the time, it's, uh, that's what makes me feel the best. And um, okay, so, so that, here, that for me is so my number one. Here's what's interesting to me about this test thing. And mm -hmm. this is what like got me really caught up when I made my husband take the test. I made my daughter take the test. Like I, I got obsessed with this. This was really okay. interesting. <laughs> but here's the problem is that when you all take this quiz, you're asked to say, would you prefer your partner to either give you a gift or touch you, right? That's correct. But, but it's all about what I would prefer to receive, which it isn't asking, there's not a sub, there's not a second round of how do I express love to you? Because I think the what you're saying is you like physical touch does that also mean then that you like to give physical touch that's the same for you the way that you want it and give it is the same see and this is a great question and that could be a controversy um, right and this is why this is so i guess why we're doing this today because oh. once again i think that's a fantastic question and so we're well, i guess I can't answer that right now because we're going to have to go through all this stuff and then I'll come back to that one and tell we'll you if that's back. the case. Because I know that, um, so I guess guys, what she's, Nicole is saying right now is that can it, because I love physical touch, do I love giving out physical touch just as much? Now that might be true. That might be false, but we need to learn what our partners need from us more than what we want to give them. Oh. And this is what we're going to talk about right now, because once right. again, like you just said, your husband's is, I'm sure, I don't know, like, you know, mm -hmm. we'll talk about this halfway through, but I'm very curious to see what his was compared to yours, you Me know, what too. his number one was. Okay. It was, right. it was interesting. That's why okay. I feel but, like, I won't now, spill the beans. Before, 
Okay, but before we get into it now, because we, we already spilled your beans, okay, so yeah. I said quality time. What is your number one, by the way? Oh, okay. Well, my number one is acts of service. I, okay. I want when when people do things for me, and okay. for and I will specifically speak about my husband. He is the most dutiful. I I refer to him as my assistant. <laughs> and that that really <laughs> resonates. Um, so whenever I like write emails, we work. Here's the deal: we work together. We both write yeah. together. We co-write. So we write all of our writings together. I do stand up, and even though I'm very much alone on that stage, um, okay. I'll always invite him. Like after I've done a joke, maybe I don't know ten. 30 times on stage myself, that's right. sort of like the workshop space. Then I bring him in and I make him watch the show live at some, you know, crappy bar or whatever. And I'm like, now help me rewrite it. Like it's not working or, you know, whatever. And so then Great. I use I use him all the time and him um, and then he edits my stuff. I'll film stuff and then he'll like, he's the editor. When he provides time for me in a way mm -hmm. so that I can do what I love, the way that he supports my passion and our collective passion is everything that is our love language we met in high school working on a play we were working on the wizard of oz and not to brag but he was a scarecrow and i okay, was obviously the, mun the munchkin <laughs> i pronounced the corner i pronounced the witch legally dead it's like a really important part i don't think the, the play the play can't go I would on have without you as a dorothy me. by the way you're such a dorothy to me i would have pegged you as dorothy so sadly i am tone deaf so hence the coroner is where i really i i mean i, I peaked i will say but we met painting the cornstalks for his scene in, in his backdrop. And we worked, so we great. started working together and we have worked together every day since I was 14. That's and amazing. so that has always been our love language is like, okay, do you need to go? How can I help? Um, can I help you write that? Can I help you staple your headshots together? Right. It's, it's always what we've done. Pushed the person. I know you love this, so I'll make it so that you can get there. See, you I, guys I have a great connection. Exactly. I mean, that that's what connecting is about. You guys have an amazing connection, and that's that's the stuff that you're looking for right there. So this is this is why you're co-hosting this episode, by the way, oh. with me, because of your of your longevity and your knowledge. And you and your husband have been together for how long now? Um, since I well, dating. I mean, yeah, yeah together overall. since we're eighteen. So 25, 25 That's amazing. Years yeah, of having sex with one person. Right. <laughs> is, is that how we define I'm sure you guys keep it very interesting. Watch yeah. uh, Life's a Bit, people. You'll understand a little bit more about Nicole's yes. sex life around the yes. middle end. <laughs> I, yeah, I, really, I really make it clear. They keep it um, interesting. Yeah. So I think that the love language of service, and this is why I think it's interesting, is that, by the way, he gives service, but it isn't right. his number one on what he wants back, interestingly enough. Right. See, and this is what we were talking about, like you said, yeah. for me, just because I love it. Now, does the other, do I like get over vice versa? So, um, yeah. but let's, let's, so let's get into all this now. Okay. So what okay. I'm going to do guys, we're going to go through the five love languages and let everyone know what each one is. And then that way they get a better understanding of it and they can okay. figure it out for themselves. Um, so number one, let's just start with the uh, words of affirmation. You know, okay. words of affirmation can be anywhere from, you know, just giving love notes, um, text, letting people know, you know, your partner know, like, uh, give them that affirmation, like, wow, you can do this. You're amazing. I love that stuff. It's not my number one, but I do love it because it makes me feel like it gives me confidence 
It gives yeah. me a boost to let me know that I'm doing something right in my life. <laughs> Does that uh-huh. make sense for me? Yeah. Well, you do know, you still keeps... do the random texts to your partner, like in the middle of the day, but just like a random dropping, like, I love you. All day. Do you do that? Yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and that's me. And, that, and you know, it's funny because that's why for myself, um, words of affirmation is actually number two on my list on, of things that I love okay. for myself. Uh-huh. So that, that is my number two is words of affirmation because I like the fact that when people are just dawdling all over me with physical touch and adulation. I mean, come on. I mean, what more can I want? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself for myself. And people who know me, you know, they not to say that I'm conceited because I'm not I'm the, I'm the greatest, most humble guy that you probably ever meet. But I love that terms of endearment. I love that acknowledgement. I love the affirmations. I mean, it just, it keeps me, it keeps my life going. It makes, it keeps me on the right path. Like I'm doing something right in my life all the time. So words yeah. of affirmation, what was your percentage? Do you have your- So my percentage of words of, I do, my word, my percentage wasn't, it's so physical touch for me was 33%. Words okay. of affirmation was 30%. It was really I was, close. I was 23%. Okay. And I'm going to look up what my husband was. So for words of affirmation, oh, so this is what's interesting. And by the way, didn't realize that was his number one. Um, but what works for it is that he does so much service for me, which is my number okay. one. And I always give back the like worshiping words. Thank you so much. Right. I can't do this. with. I make public speeches about him all the time. So <laughs> that's interesting. He does the service, which is important to me. And he wants words of affirmation. And I keep complimenting him on all of his great service. That's pretty amazing. So, okay. So now we've, so it, this is interesting. So what yeah. you just said was that your acts of service gives him back the affirmation that he yeah. needs, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. You guys are right on point. You guys are 100% right now. But, that, but by, by the way, way, I want to say that that is luck. I, and, and, and so I always will say a full disclaimer. There's no like trick of like, well, how'd you find that guy? I don't know. Exactly. I was, he was painting corn stalks and I joined him. Like I can't even, I feel like finding love so much right. comes down to luck. Not that that's what the topic is. Of but course, just, of course. I, I don't know why I got lucky with well, that. Well, this guy. is why I thought quality of time for you might have been your number one because of the yeah. fact that, you know, you were always by yourself as a, as the single child in theory. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. those type, we'll always need that time with someone. And um, so that's why I didn't pick physical touch. Well, I did pick physical, physical yeah. touch for you, number one, but quality of time was up there. So I'll take the second place version of that. You totally can. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So moving on from that. And by the way, um, the number one thing, uh, the, what is the, so the, you just said it, by the way, the most common love language actually is words of affirmation oh, that okay. leads the way in, in um, Chapman's uh, studies, it was actually 23% was words of affirmation was number one on everyone's list, by the way. Interesting. Everyone wants to be, you know, validated. Yeah. You're validated. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that but validation see, that's interesting because I do feel like actions speak louder than words, but okay. That's right. that's why I think I'm more of a like I need to see the proof is in the pudding. Do it. Yeah. And this is why this is such an interesting test to take. I think everyone needs to take this test because it's just yeah. it's it's everyone's different. I'm going to tell you about some of my friends, which has really floored me on what their things were and stuff like that. All right. But anyway, so then second one we're going to get to now is basically it's quality time. And that was number two for you on your list. Mm -hmm. So quality time, as we all know, guys, it's just basically spending a lot of time with each other. People like to be the other, which you guys spend a lot of time with each other, Nicole. You guys are together all the time. You know, it's that thing where um, you're giving someone else their undivided attention, you know, putting down the cell phone, turning off the tablets, you know, making eye contact. And being, you know, actively listening as well, always being there for them when they need you with pure quality, by the way. 
Oh, so I'm not allowed to ignore them or be on my phone? I feel like <laughs> that's asking a little too much. I thought we just needed to be in the same room, but okay. Okay, right. So, so, okay, someone sitting next to you does not count as spending quality time. And you guys, like I said, you work together in theory. So that's spending a lot of quality time yeah. together. And you guys are bouncing a lot of stuff off. So ignoring yeah. him at that point, I think you I think you are allowed to ignore him I in that moment. That. I deserve that. You do that deserve break. that. You guys spend a lot of quality time. There's way too much in my opinion, but it's a lot of quality yeah. time. In this pandemic, <laughs> trust me, it's enough. all right guys so the next one we move on to is physical touch now Mm -hmm. i this is my number one thing like it's you know it's person with this love language feels love through physical affection you know aside from the sex because sex is great but it's i I just like the fact that i love holding hands i love touching arms i love you know i love all that adulation i love the kissing i love someone just come to me and just you know just stroking my back and just being on top of me all day long you know Hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a little too much. You know, you have that person where it's a little bit too much physical touch. Like, okay, okay, I've had enough. Well, I was just going to say, I think that that's interesting. Do you feel that um, you don't want as much physical touch? Ugh, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk. But like, No, go ahead. Sound like a jerk. Do it. it uh, there's like certain people that if they touch me, I'm actually repulsed by it. Um, and they are also close to me, but okay. their 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 physical touch is not. I don't. I don't want it. Whereas someone else who I um, am in a listen, and I'm talking about people that I'm in a close relationship with. I just get turned off by their touch, like family members versus other right. family members who I can't get enough of, and like would completely intertwine with. So it's interesting. Like I really do feel like there's also some sort of strange. Like you said, there's a connectivity of I like yes. physical touch, but only from certain people because of something else going on between us. Right. And you said it, the connectivity. That's that's the through line right there. Because if it's someone that I've been dating, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, God, I'm just like, you know, they're just in your sp- personal space all day long. That drives me nuts like that. Um, yeah. You know, oh, one thing that I one physical touch quality I cannot stand. And this is due to my oldest sister. Thank you so much. As we were younger kids, you know, um, me being an athlete, her being an athlete, it was that thing where she's always like, can you give me a back rub? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then it's just that thing, you know, just being a nice brother, being just nothing strange like that or anything. And but then it's like, she go, okay, now I'm going to give you one. I'm like, and I used to hate it. So to this day, Nicole, I cannot stand massages. If someone touches me and tries to massage me, I just start cringing and creeping. And it's just the strangest, weirdest feeling to me. So what do you think that was about? Why? 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 What what did it bring up? You you? know what? I can tell you what it was about because she asked me all the time to give it to her and I was more than willing to do it. It's like, I I didn't want one myself. You know, it's like, I don't need that reciprocation. And it's just anyone who touches me that way. I just, it just, it's just an awkward, weird feeling because I think after a while I, I started like, I hate giving massages as well <laughs> because of I that. Want, well, and that's what I would wonder is what's the purity of your relationship with her? Like, and, and not that she needs to listen to this episode. Maybe you'll want to delete it. But like, <laughs> I wonder, but see, that's exactly what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. that's who I was referring to where there, I have a family member who, for whatever reason, I, I love massages by the other right. person. Okay. So it, it's, it's. It's that baggage or dynamic with that person. And, and the physical touch can feel like forceful or just like icky, but you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. And then you feel yeah. guilty that you're not loving them back. It's that's right. a tough relationship. Yeah, I, I think for myself, it's probably the same with my little sister with gameplay. You know, like when she used to say, I go, hey, do you want to play Monopoly? Hey, do you want to play Scrabble? Yeah, I'll play with you. Okay, And then I get it all set up. And then I say, okay, I'm ready to play. Yeah, I don't want to play anymore. 
So yeah. when it comes to game setting up as well, it's like, you know, there's little ticks and that was a tick for me because it's like, you know, like, okay, I'll give him something. It's like, oh, I used to hate it. But then giving like, you know, the same with the games, I think it's just a mental like hate more than yeah. probably, I would probably like, I have had a few massages. Don't get me wrong. Um, I took me a minute to settle in, but it's just not my favorite thing. It's just as much as me setting up a game to play Scrabble. I hate doing that just as much. So I think it was okay. just things that from family stuff, like you said, that might've turned me off that just put yeah. me off. And now I'm like, I'm put off with it for the rest of my life. It's so, it will never change. The, the baggage, the, the baggage yeah. that we take, <laughs> the, the you know, baggage. like that's so interesting. All right. Right. So this now is, how mm-hmm. affectionate are you? Cause the other thing is, is with using these love, love languages and attributing it to us as parents. Right. Right. So I, you... I love cuddling with my kids. I love cuddling yeah. with my with my partner. I love yeah. it all. I, I mean, yeah. I'm a cuddle bear. So okay. and that's so you you got it out of me. Like I give what I receive. I love giving off just as much when I love something, you mm-hmm. know, but when I can't stand something, I think that portrays in a way where it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to do it for you either. You know, so I, th- I think that's a lot of it as well. But um, but which will come on to something else down the road where a couple of other things come in, which I think ties into probably my life as well. <laughs> Okay. And this is why for the future, I'm going to do an inner child episode, by the way, because I think all this stuff stems from the inner child from all of us, yeah. as we know. Yeah. All right. So the next one we're going to get to, which is your favorite, is acts of service. And we already got a little inkling into your life of what you love for acts of services. So why don't you explain to people out there on how they can, uh, what their acts of service, like what, what you've already said, things that you like, you like your husband doing things for you. What other acts mm-hmm. of services like around the house do you like, or, or is it just any acts of service that he does for you? That you're just like, wow, this is the best husband in the I, entire you world. You know what? That's a great question. It's all about, for me, mm-hmm. um, him making my life easier. So as a stand-up comic, I'm not getting home until midnight, one in the morning, and my adrenaline has been pumping and I'm totally going to stay up till about two or three before I can fall asleep. And so what he has been doing for over a decade now is he knows he takes morning shift. He sets his alarm every day for 6 a.m. He gets up. Great. He makes the kids breakfast. He makes the kids lunches. Before he is out that door, I I can mosey on out of bed. I can stumble out right before I have to take them to school. <laughs> and there will be a That's full perfect. thing of coffee with my perfect amount of sugar in it and my cream. He knows exactly how I like it. So I can be totally groggy, stumble out of bed. He's gone, but everything is taken care of. Right. So I can shuffle the kids off to school and then I I can get ready for work. So that is an act that. of service. Yeah. Like to me, that's amazing. Letting me sleep. Like I would say that to any new people who have babies. Um, and he, that's because I was up all night nursing. So he knew I was so exhausted in the morning. He was like, I'm going to take the baby for a walk for like after you nurse a full hour or two so that you can not even hear the cries in the distance. That that's is amazing. the level of that. I, that and also I can just lie still during sex. Like I can right. just lie there and he can service me. <laughs> He's happy. He's happy. I mean, I think any guy would be happy to actually be doing that. We want a little participation, but I'll take that just as well. Oh. You know, <laughs> you must just not gonna be let, like him. I'm not going to let you get off that it, easy. But... Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to let you get off that easy. I'm like, oh, come on, move, do something. We need to eat. No, nope, I just lie remember, there. I'm, remember, I'm physical touch. I need some action over here on my end, Nicole. Uh, You've actually said something, by the way, about your husband, which related to myself. And um, it's funny because at the beginning of all this, you actually said that these are our love languages that we like for us, what we want from, you know, other people to do to us. 
But right. it's funny that I think that if we have the opposite end of this and the test said, okay, what do you like to do to others? I think mine is active service, by the way. That would be oh. my number one. And it's funny, on my girlfriend's list, by the way, which I should have said this, physical touch is 33%. We're both tied at 33%. So, we're, so yeah, so she loves the physical touch just as much as I do. And this is why I'm like, it's the perfect matchup. Once again, lucky for me. It <laughs> is. It was just, exactly. not, you know, we sought it out and that was our lucky position. Her number two actually is... Um, is um, quality time. That's her number two position. Mm -hmm. Mine's is words of affirmation. Like I said, hers was 30% of quality time. Number three is acts of service, which she actually likes things done for her. And I love doing things for people, just like you said. But I feel like Mm -hmm. that for me is my best way to express my love more Mm -hmm. than physical touch probably. So if we had to reverse this and do it the opposite way, I would probably say that acts of service is my number one thing that I like to do for other people. Yeah, you know that because I I love when someone gets that smile on their face. I think this well, is probably why I'm a and, and I'm going to tell you way. why I think it's such a great love language. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I want to smash the other love languages, but this is why I think acts of service is you're doing two things. One, for me, you're showing me a sacrifice of time, right. and I don't think there's anything more valuable than someone's time. I legitimately don't think there's anything else. So you are giving me your time over you yourself. You're putting me before everything. And number two, you paid attention. You knew what I wanted without me asking. Yeah. And by in a, in a relationship, it isn't always fair to just psychically hope that the other person knows. I have been with him for 25 years. So like, obviously, I've articulated myself. He didn't right. know how I liked my coffee before. I was 18 when we started sleeping together. I didn't even know what coffee was. But he has paid <laughs> attention. He ah, watched me discover that's so right. it, you know, that's and right. or I told him maybe a bajillion times, you got it fucking wrong. So finally, <laughs> he's figured it out. But like, so it's on me to communicate it. He doesn't right. need to guess. But then he 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 tables it and he remembers and he uses it in the future when I'm not asking. So, I knew I love Mickey for something. That's oh, why. God, that's the connection. Know. You know, story wise, off of that note, um, you know, uh, so Jamie, you know, my girlfriend, she's a doctor. And, um, she, you know, and once again, I always told you that I date very strong, independent women. If anyone's listening to all my podcasts, these are the type of women that I love. I mean, they don't need me for anything except Mm -hmm. for, you know, like, that's just why I always say I like the yin and yang of a relationship because what one person has is strong at, they also have weaknesses and we balance each other vice versa. So, um, you know, with Jamie, by the way, she doesn't need anybody to do anything for her, but that's one. And by the way, we all need people to do stuff for us, but it's not, it's not like I said, it's number three on our list. Um, but for me, like there was an instance where, you know, we were actually moving in together and she had her barbecue grill on the uh, balcony of her, up the back of the porch, right of her apartment. So, um, so, you know, everything else has moved out. We said we would come back and get that because I don't think the movers could actually take that for some reason. I can't remember why. I don't know if it was butane or whatever the hell it was or whatever. But anyways, um, so about a week later before the apartment was finally going to be, you know, the lease date was up and all this other stuff. I went back to go get it. Now I called a friend with a truck. I called. Um, and so he was going to come meet me there. This guy that I used to move a lot of my stuff. And, um, about, and and mind you, I'm in lessons, you know what I mean? When I'm in full on lessons, like 10 hours a day, I have no time. So I try to set everything up early. The guy calls me, um, we were supposed to meet at 5 PM. He calls me about 4.30. Uh, I can't come because my car broke down and I'm thinking, this is the last day of the apartment. Like tomorrow I cannot go get this. What am I going to do? So I picked up the phone, Nicole, and was about to call Jamie. Now, mind you, she's at the hospital. I was about to go and go, Hey honey, I'm busy. I can't do this. What do we do? And I went, you know what? I need to step my shit up and be, uh, you know, I need to handle this on my own. 
So uh -huh. I pivoted, called a friend who I knew lived in the marina area. She goes, she had a garage and she goes, yeah, bring it over here. So I was, uh -huh. I don't know how I was going to, if I had to walk that fucking thing down the street, I would have done it. So I get, <laughs> so Nicole, I get to the apartment like about like 7.30 at night, about eight o'clock at night. I get there, right? I pull up after a long day of tennis, open the door, which was locked by the way, go to the back. And mind you, this is on the second floor. The barbecue grill was gone. What? It was gone. I don't know if the maintenance people took it or whatever because huh? they knew that the, the apartment was empty for a week. They just thought it was sitting there. Now, you know no one's going to pick up this five, know. you know, burner grill the size of a behemoth, whatever. It was gone. And I and for me, I was like, this fucking sucks. But at the same time, I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to drive this thing the rest of the day anywhere else. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is like she was so happy that she she goes, you know what I love about this moment? She tells the story. She goes, you handled it even when things are wrong and you didn't call me and bother me about it. You handled it and you pivoted and you made it work. Yes, the girl wasn't there, but at least she pivoted. And she said that still today is one of the best things I ever did for her in this moment. And when and are you I'm going like you. to tell her? When are you going to tell her the <laughs> truth that you pretended it was stolen? <laughs> the, yeah, that I pushed it over the balcony and said that I didn't <laughs> yeah. have any other way to take it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's up here. <laughs> the, the jig is up. Okay. <laughs> the jig is up. Nice. So, try. but I'm, I'm with you though. Acts of servants is really high yeah. up on things that I like to do. And I'm really curious if we could do the flip flop of this testing and answer questions differently. That's some of the things that I absolutely love. Now, to finish this story, people, because um, I was pretty long winded, my acts of service, do you know that it's 0% for me? Oh, interesting. Is that really yes. true? It's you really zero, don't um, need anyone to do anything. Really? I don't need anyone to do anything for me. And, and I think because I'm, if, it's hmm. like, you know, you think about the feeling that you get if someone does something for you. It's like the first thought that always comes to my mind is like, I could have done that myself anyways. Like, you know, because I'm such a, I'm such a doer. Hmm. And an hmm. active doer that it's like, like you said, if acts of service is what I do all the time, it's like I can do anything and I'm always on top of things that when someone does it, it doesn't give me a sense of, oh, thank you so much. It's just like, hmm. eh, okay, thanks. You know, I mean, and trust me, I, I, I'm appreciative. Don't get me wrong. But it's something that it's not high on my list. I don't need anyone to do anything for me. And even though I say that, yes, I'm sure I need people well, to do something for me all the no, time. No, but you're similar to yeah. Mickey because even though that's my big thing of how I right. receive it and it's my number one and that's totally how he gives it, it isn't important to him to get it either. That's interesting. And I think that people who do acts of service probably don't, it's not going to be high on your list, you know, because we're doing all the time. What, why would we need someone to do for us? And, and not to say that I, I don't mind people doing anything for me. I'm saying that the feeling that I feel inside is not as high up as if someone like gave me a words of affirmation or physical right. touch. You know, right. I don't get all tingly inside when someone does an act of service for me, probably like you do. You know, you probably get all tingling. It's like, he knows me so well. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I could have done it anyways. Yeah. yeah that's Isn't so that crazy? Interesting. Yeah. Zero well, percent. Well, so are, can we shift zero to the next point one? zero. Yeah, that's interesting. So the one that, so I'm, I'm now I want to compare the next, the zero percent is a interesting concept because, so my husband did zero percent on receiving gifts and I okay. did three percent on receiving gifts neither of us have any interest in gift giving which is very perfect. different than you guys are a perfect match i'm telling you, you guys are you guys are probably the perfect match if there's a test to see perfect match you guys are probably at least 99.9 percent .9 perfect this i will tell you what you want to know what i wa have wanted to do um is what's that for 
when it, when Match came out, like Match.com, which I feel like was one of the biggest first online dating, whatever, I, the, the OG, whatever, I was like, people were making right. profiles and I was like, they were matching you with somebody else and then that would be who, you know, this is a 99%. I was like, we should both, me and Mickey, Mickey is my husband's name for those of you listening that mm-hmm. I keep referring to him as husband. Mickey, yes, not a nickname, <laughs> like the mouse. It's M-I-C-K-E-Y. Um, he... See, and then I just totally forgot what I was saying. Um, um, the matchup, see if you're oh, really a perfect I match. See, I want us to both fill out the profiles and see if these masterminded computers would have put us together. Like, if I know that's interesting. That, yeah, if I've lived twenty five, that's what I think match should do is find couples that have been together twenty five, fifty years, and be like, let's just make up these profiles and see if they would put us together and actually just push against oh, the computer this- matchmaking. This would be yeah. a great application, just an app in itself now. I don't think we need Match. We can make our own app and do this. This is interesting. I find that fascinating because I feel like just listening today, you guys are, you know, all your yin, you're, you're the yin and yang, honestly. Yeah. And, I don't, and I don't want to sound like, oh, my God, I have the best life ever. I want everyone to know um, I have the worst life, worst life except for this. <laughs> this just let me make it very clear everything else is like landmines around me um i'm totally suffering uh but i did i this is my this was my one golden ticket is, is right mickey. i always say i wish i could give a mickey to everyone yeah well we hope that everyone can find their mickey this is why we're talking about the love languages and this is why i have you as my brilliant co-host on this episode because well once again you have the experience in this level and and, and you guys have been together as long as you have Yes, there's always going to be problems, but the love language is that you guys are speaking each other's languages. That's amazing. And receiving, by the way. Yeah. So by the way, receiving gifts is number, um, it's number three, uh, sorry, number four for me and for uh, my partners as well. We both, mine's at 13%, hers is at 10%. So um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know, but, but we do like, you know, I think we talked about this and the receiving of gifts that we do like when we do it is the fact that we each do it. Um, you know, we put the time in to find something that expresses ourselves that they will enjoy and not just giving them just something where it's like, oh, like here's a, here's some more flowers. Here's this, that. It's like, she physically, like the first time we started date redating again, she was in New York and, um, she went shopping for me and I was like, oh, you know, any girl that goes shopping for Chris Lewis, you know, that that's a hard sell because I'm very picky on what I like and you have to really know my style. She comes back, Nicole, she nailed it. She had like five <gasps> pieces and I was like, holy crap, like this girl knows me. There's only a wow. few women in my life besides my ex as well that could, you know, yeah. learning over time. But, uh-huh. you know, my, my girlfriend nailed it. And, and I was just so, I go, you can shop for me anytime you want to. Vice, likewise for me as, as her as well. You know, that's we can impressive. shop for each other and pick stuff out where we just know each other that well. And that's that's our gift giving that we love. Okay, Mainly well, let clothes, me ask I think. you this. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel like you need holidays um, to the person is definitely needing to give you a Valentine's gift. It needs to be a special birthday gift, a Christmas. Do you have any need for that at that all? That is a great question. And guys, you heard she just said, and there's some, I feel like most people need that. I don't. And Jamie yeah. doesn't, you know, yeah, I, don't I don't need either. anything like that. It's like when Christmas time comes around, I'm like, Oh, you know, like, or yeah. my birthday, what do you want? I'm like, I don't really no. want anything. Yeah. yeah. I don't no. want anything. I just want no, to spend I'm- time with you. 
like I said, I want an active service. I want you to make me my cup of coffee. (laughs) I want to be able to sleep in and I want to be able to lie still. Mickey, go down. I'm going to lie in bed. That is it. And everyone is going to service me. I do not need you to buy me a new, I I, I don't need jewelry. I don't need flowers. Right, right. Yeah, I don't need anything. And if if it's something that she finds that I'm like, that I actually have been maybe searching for or whatever like that, that's that just puts me in a wow phase. So that's why that thirteen percent is on there with it's that. There for that. So, but so this is yeah. it's interesting. I have a couple of a friend that are been together for almost as long as Mickey and I have, and the, mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues they have is that one of them's love language is all about getting gifts, okay. and they also give these lavish gifts because that is what they want. They want that's it hard ways. to keep up on. That's so but hard. The, oh, but, but they but, both want it though. No, no, no. Just the one person. Gotcha. The one okay. wants to give it and wants to receive lots, literally like the best gifts on their birthday, the best gifts on Mother's Day, the best whatever. And the problem is, is that her partner um, has no concept of how to even give a gift. Got it. It's so okay. far from her love language right. that she can't even understand how to give her wife a gift. It's it's like baffling. Wow. So every single holiday they get into a fight. Every single birthday because they can't they can't get it right. They don't match up. They don't match up that way. Not in no. that category. And, you know, yeah. it's funny that you said that with receiving gifts. You know, when uh, guys, when you guys are dating someone at the beginning of a relationship too, I know that especially guys love to lavish girls with a lot of gifts and. You know, it's, it's stuff that, you know, it's, 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 if you guys end up staying together, it's going to become a part of your relationship and they're going to expect certain things. And this is why I feel like sometimes overdoing it, it's, it's, it can kind of almost bite you in the ass and backfire in a way. You mean, this is like the concept of when, when Harry met Sally, do you remember when, (laughs) when he turned to him and he was like, I can't take you to the airport because then at one point I'm not going to want to do this. And you're like, how come you don't take me to the airport anymore? Right. See, yeah. exactly. Right. And there's so, going to, and that day will come by. It's like the person, the sister, well, I've already landed the prize, you know, whatever you want to call your wife you or need to girlfriend keep or whatever the expectations it is. low is what you're and saying. And build up never, from there. It's, yes. No, no, just, or just never do it. Never okay, take better. to the This is why I tell people why I don't like Valentine's Day. Everyone that I, you know, I'm with, I say, you know, I'm not a Valentine's guy. So, um, and I give them my reason why. And I, and I, and I, I keep that bar very low. Good. Really low. You should yeah. because now we know he does not want massages and he does not want them on Valentine's Day. Got oh my it. god, that's so funny! All right, so we're going to backtrack to one thing. Um, I think that you had said earlier, and I think I probably answered it um, on my own. Just going through this whole thing is that I do love physical touch, and I do giving out physical touch because I think the girls that I end up that I'm with they actually like physical touch as well. Um, you know, like I said, quality time is up there. Words of affirmation for me is definitely up there, but I actually like doing acts of service that I just realized today that that is my thing that I like to give out the most. And I want you to continue to do that. I do not want to stop you. I want to right. give you words of affirmation <laughs> and tell you, keep going, Chris. Keep this is what makes me a it. great guy, Nicole. It makes me it a great is. guy. And I've heard this a thousand. You're such a great guy. Cause you're always attentive. I go, I am attentive. I like to be more physically attentive as well, though, too. These are things that I like to do. You know, what I hear you stuff. saying is that all of those words of affirmation really stuck and you have bought into you being a great guy because you've been told it so much. <laughs> See? It exactly. Worked. This is it why words of you. affirmation is number two on my list. It does work on me. I think it's just I love the affirmation. The validation so you for really, me is key. You're basically Sally Fields. Like you're like, they like me. They really like me. I get <laughs> they it. They really Got love. It. And I, I, you know, I tell myself that every day. That's my affirmation. People really love me and I'm loved. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. All right. So with all of these things being said, like I said, guys, we're talking about Dr. Chapman's five languages of loves. And um, so to move forward, 
um, there's this thing where it says, here are some other ways the five love languages can improve your relationship. It can promote selflessness. You know, when you're committed to learning someone else's love language, you're focused on their needs rather than your own. And I know a lot of times people get, they're so self, you know, their own, they're like, you know, we always say people are just in their own world and they never think of twice about us. Like, those are the people I cannot stand and cannot be with ever. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, I see how people are with these people. When you just, when you say something, they're all about themselves and just being in a relationship with someone like that. I hope that their love language of the other person matches up to, you can actually stand being with someone like that. I hope they find absolutely the other most narcissistic person in the room. I think I wish them both well. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing it does, it creates empathy, by the way, you know, um, as couples learn more and more about how their partners experience love, they learn to empathize with someone who is different from them. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I want to just detour for one second. I also Mm -hmm. think that you need to learn the love language of how you fight. Yeah, that's for sure. That is a big one. That's a good one. Um, I don't think it's on this chart, but I discovered, I remember for me flashing back into our relationship, I remember thinking that the first year, even though it was the most magnificent because it's the, Mm -hmm. you know, oh my God, I'm, I'm totally falling for you. I can't believe you're into me, blah, 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 blah. Um, it was the hardest year for fights because we didn't speak the same um, love language of fighting. So I'm someone who needs – I'm going to explode. I'm going to say something really mean. Right. Um, and so it's best if I walk away and cool down potentially for like uh, 24 hours. I mean I, I need a big break. And he was abandoned as a child by his mom multiple times. He kept being like dropped off literally at people's houses saying she'd come back and then she wouldn't come back for six weeks. So he has major abandonment issues. So when I was like fighting and I was like, get out of here, it freaked yeah. him out. And he was like Ugh. smothering and he was like, no, don't leave, don't leave. And I was like, I'm like leaving to like go over into the other room. Like, please right. go. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we really had to spend some time learning how to meet each other's needs of giving space from Nicole and to assure him I'm not going far and I promise I'm coming back. So also I think, I think that that's a love language is, you yeah. know, I think I'm, I'm a big supporter of therapy. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to, and, and by the way, I don't think that we fight the same as I did when I was 18. No, and of course, in my and, 20s. And, and this is why with everything, you just nailed something on the head. Once again, it's the fact that, you know, all these things, guys and you listeners, it, it takes time to learn you know, each other's languages regardless, whether it be love languages, the art of finding fair. Um, you know, like you also said something to where it's like it, everything we are past, like it takes time to learn. And if you're really listening and understanding how you say, Mickey just knows you when you're asleep, he gets the kids right. Da, da, da. It's just, yeah. it's almost just like that. And so when you guys argue and things like that, that is, I feel like is one of the biggest languages to really probably learn, even though it's not on here. I'm sure that had to be number six or something somewhere yeah. down the road, I guess. Why'd I hope he so. leave that off? You yeah. Really <laughs> have <to> cop out. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Dr. Chapman, I mean, he's fired now. I'm totally fired him because you just, you just totally nailed something. Um, but yeah, but fighting fair, that's, that's huge. And learning each other's style. And, and you said something, when you're 18, you fight, you fought differently back then than yeah. you do now. That's always an yeah. ebb and flow, yeah. you know, um, and, which and by the way, mm-hmm, and we have evolution. to evolve. Yeah. Which by the way, it's, it's with these languages as well. Each one of our languages ebbs and flows on the moods that we're in on how we're feeling. And you can also put this into guys, you can put this into friends and your family, like you said at the beginning, Nicole, friends and family and your kids, um, you know, with it's, it's, there's, we have all different types of different loves and languages that we share with different people. And I hope that all of us learn how to recognize that, but I hope we know that with our best friends, family, 
I don't think we really need our family, do we? I mean, sometimes people can't even stand each other enough as it is. So, yeah. um, no, maybe that's number seven on the list, learning how to stay away from, <laughs> from exactly. people. The language of staying away. That's number yeah, seven on the move. list. Move, move, move into another city. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. All right, guys. All right, Nicole. So we're going to stop there and I'm going to probably end up by saying one last thing. You know, um, I hope that you guys got the languages down. Like I said, it's uh, words of affirmation, which is actually the number one quality. Uh, sorry, number one um, uh, love language that there is out there. Number two, uh, quality time, physical touch, acts of service and receiving gifts. And uh, make sure that you guys really, uh, if you want to take this test, go to uh, Dr. Chapman's five love languages. Look it up online. You can easily find that. I'm like, oh, I should get some money for this plug for plugging this stuff, right? There's going to be like Seriously. an influx of people going back on here. Um, <laughs> but once again, once you take your test and you figure out what you are, have your spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, your child, like Nicole said, have them take it so you can see what theirs is. And that way you get a better understanding to see if, first of all, if you were hopefully on the right page of giving them what they wanted, because nothing worse than you going, oh, I think you love receiving gifts more. And they're number one. It's like, I just want quality time with you. How bad right. would that suck? No, it's kind That'd of mind blowing. It was interesting yeah. for me to have my thirteen-year-old daughter do it, right, and be like, "Oh, no wonder <laughs> no. you're right. so affectionate." You know what I mean? Right, because right. my love language isn't affection, but hers is. So I'm like, "Oh, this this makes so much sense." Okay, yeah. Um, it's just yeah, so it is. It's just paying attention, family. and this is this is yeah. why I love doing this podcast because, like I said, my whole goal of this whole thing was just to let people know that you have to listen and pay attention to who you're with. You know, and for all you single people out there. Make sure you find and get with someone that might have a language that, you know, that actually it's, it's a good test for singles, I feel, because they're out there in the dating world and the person who's giving them what they feel, it should probably hopefully be a good partner for you at that mm -hmm. point. You know, whether they be short, tall, fat, ugly, whatever it is, I don't really care. But that person that you might think is not the right match for you could be the right match because of these five love languages. Oh, that's interesting. Did yeah. you see the see that reality show that was on at the beginning of the pandemic? What was it like? Love is blind, and they put the people in cubicles. Yes, I did. I love yeah. shows like that. By the way, so I love I. that stuff. Totally yeah. guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, but we should one, do one like that. That should be an episode we should do together. By the way, just have like a panel of three, four people, and just see if we can match them up by just listening and doing things. Yeah, that'd be so fun. That would yeah, be yeah, amazing. Yeah. Okay, we can do like All a right. dating game episode. I like it. I that would be fantastic. Okay, I'm in. We're in on that. I'm penciling in for that one for sure. Okay, so. cool. All right, um, Nicole, is there anything else? We're going to end it on that right there. Oh, we well, do have I, a no, question no, no. of the day before you, but go ahead. Before, mm -hmm. Well, I think that the plug that we need to do now that we know that you like um, affirmation is that any listener should now go um, and write a review of this podcast. You and love and, and, me. And love him, guys. He needs <laughs> don't don't sugarcoat Nicole. Just love me. That like, you know, you can be honest on my show. This is what the show is about: is honesty, and it's about me, 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 me. Exactly, you will get to know. guys. Give him five stars on like iTunes <laughs> or something. He needs but it. But make sure. But I don't so want the stars. You need to write out why you're giving That's me those it. stars. We need use your words. Chris needs yes. words. And and I while need the you're validation. There, yeah, yeah, just tell him that he's amazing and he's incredibly good looking. And if you could touch him, he would like that. <laughs> Thank but you, no Nicole. Massages. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. No massages. And no I'm next time I see you, I'm going to give you so many access services. You know, I'm going to come good. around and be like, what do you need done? What do you need done? What can I do for you? And I'm really good at know. that. Yeah, I know you and will. will. And this, yeah, it. this is why we're friends. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm going to read the question. Nicole, like, as always, we do a question at the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys for sending in questions. And there have been an influx of questions uh, even since the last time we shot. Um, okay. So thank you guys for that. So here is the question for the day of the 
what did I call it? L'amour Lang, L'amour Lang episode. Um, so the question is, hi, Christopher. Love the podcast and your energy. See, validation. Keep up the amazing work. Here's my question. Been seeing this guy for about two years now, and he's not as affectionate as I am. When we're out, I like holding his hand on walks and giving him spontaneous kisses. But he says it makes him feel uncomfortable and that it draws way too much attention from others. I feel that I need more physical touch than he does. How do I get what I need from him without making too much of a big deal and discounting his feelings? Signed, PDA. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Repeat the part where she wants it only in public. Was that kind of the caveat? You know, like, I think what she's saying is like, you know, she loves um, affection. And I guess she's just putting out, you know, um, you always hear those people. Well, I'm not a big public display of affection type person. I don't like too much PDA. I think she was just using that as an example. When we're out, I like holding his hands on walks Uh and giving him spontaneous kisses. But he says it makes him feel uncomfortable and that it draws too much attention from others when people do that. I think I so, think they have to break up. I, you know, it's I. That's my first thought too. Unfortunately, <laughs> but she did say, say she did no, say. No, how does she approach them. him though? Right. Let's help them. How does she approach this without without discounting his feelings? Because these are true feelings that he has, and could be from something like you said, from childhood or something crazy. Who knows? Right. It's a real so maybe, fear. So she, you know, and and I love her. I already love her, and I like the way that she's saying it. And I and and I think that the way she's phrasing it is really respectful. Mm-hmm. of him and his feelings right and so we need to probably make took sure. her a while to write that one out to be respectful yeah i really i like her a lot and i think that now she needs to see if she were to be able to communicate that with him and say look at this when when i don't get these needs met you know when someone doesn't want to hold my hand i feel what rejected you know just like he feels embarrassed when it's happening how does it feel when she isn't getting it and then yeah. And if That's she communicates that, maybe he doesn't understand, you know. And so my therapist has always said, you need to externalize because it's not him that's making her feel bad. Right, it's right. The fact that like she is asking someone to hold their hand and they're not doing it, you know what I mean? So then that makes me feel unloved. Like she feels rejected. She's feeling rejected. rejection. That's, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he were to know that how that makes him her feel or he or she, they – then what does that person do with the information? Well, now that I know this makes you feel that, um, what would you prefer? And right. what am I what am I comfortable with? Right. And it's yeah. and it's finding some space that like, or hey, look at if she understands he can't give it, just like you can't handle massages, she isn't gonna want to force him to do that either then. True. Once she understands, just true. like I understood when my husband was like, my mom abandoned me, you know, then I was like, okay, I understand. I can't leave that that made it clear to me. Because at the beginning, I wanted to leave the house. Yeah. But that was when I realized, what if I just go to the other room instead right. of leaving the entire house? Like, I do need to meet his need, but I also need to meet mine. So yeah, where is the space that we can find where – or you have explained it to me, so now I understand, and I don't feel the need as much anymore. Right. And that's a, and that's that's a great answer right there because you're right. They need to come together. And uh, apparently, if she knows that it makes them feel uncomfortable – um, I, I, going off of what you're saying, I, I think that once again, communication is key. Um, if she knows that it makes him feel uncomfortable, yes, that's great. But I also feel like, you know, it's a, it's a reciprocal thing where he needs to get in there and just, you know, if he doesn't want to kiss her in public, at least hold her hand and just, you know, he's got to get over, meet her halfway. 
Easiest right. way for me to say, just meet her halfway. Feel comfortable. That's with. correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And on the other side, from you, PDA, I think that um, you knowing that he doesn't like this, you have to also meet him halfway and just expect that if he doesn't do it, you know, that's something. It's not going to happen all the time. But when he does do it, you better cherish those moments when he does it and enjoy it and know that he loves you. On top you know, of it. that's an interesting um, thing to say. Is mm-hmm. okay. Well, maybe it's hard for you to give it at all. So. What amount can you give? And That's then correct. knowing, you're right, like maybe it doesn't need to be every time. And you just say, so like once a week, if you could make this effort. Right. You know, start small. Everything is in baby steps. That's correct. And, that's, like a, that's like me asking my girlfriend to make the bed. Just once a week. I'm good. Once a week. You know? Not every day. We can't go from <laughs> zero to 60. Yes. If I go in there, right, exactly. If I go in the room, the bed's, the bed's made, I'm like, I'm like, I'm ecstatic. So I, it's the same thing. So right. I get that. Not so on those so, levels, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but also, you, no one needs to be making their bed. That is an absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, Mickey, I'm Mickey's. Sorry. I'm, all right, I'm going to tell Mickey right now. He's better get on that bed making. He doesn't believe in bed making either. <laughs> I don't know why anyone even makes beds. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, that's for another subject, and we'll talk about that off the air because I'll tell you the reason you're going to like. Wow, that's a great reason why I made my girlfriend a believer of the reason why, and I will tell you off air, and you can be like that was an amazing reason. Amazing oh, I feel like talk about teasing your listeners for not being able to hear the <laughs> truth about bed making on that cliffhanger. I mean, my God. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to leave it at that, everyone. All right, guys. All right. So that's another episode. Nicole, thank you so much for being a, my thank guest you, again. Chris. I love having you on the show. And please, if you, every time you say yes, I'm just going to be keep just using you as much as I can because I think you're you amazing. It. I think you're an amazing comedian and a great family person and married life. You, I just, you just, you're just on a pedestal to me. After, especially well, I don't need words of affirmation. Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is true. Never mind. I'll scratch all that that I just said, you know, I'll just, I'll just bring you, uh, I'll just bring you some, I'll do something. I'll bring some coffee. I'll just Thank do that. You. That's all I need. Yeah. That, that's going to show my love for you. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, Nicole, please plug what you need to plug. Um, where can they find you? What's going on with you? You definitely think you can also give me a review on on Life's a Bit. Amazon Prime, iTunes, my special, tell people to watch it. Um, Right now, that's kind of all the stuff I can put out because comedy clubs are still closed. But one day I'll be out there. So I think it's coming up soon, hopefully. Maybe we'll have like, I'm sorry to say, even if there's five people in there because of, you know, the restrictions on people with six feet apart, I'm sure you're going to be ecstatic with those five people in there. Yeah. I'll take Are them. you allowed to pull in the five people? That's the next question, you know, on that sort of stuff. Can you pull in those five and pick and choose who you want to come in to make it better to, for you? To a comedy show? You know, you know what I mean? Just in general, you know, it's funny. I'm just making a joke. It's like if, if they're saying, okay, Nicole, you can have, we can only have 10 people in this hundred space place, you uh-huh. know, capacity place, but only 10 yes. people can show up. Are you I allowed to pick and I would <laughs> pick love that. 10? And yeah, here's right? what they would be people that I've never met and will never <laughs> see again. <laughs> that's that's my criteria. I just don't want to know That's the best audience. You. Yeah. See, I, mm-hmm. that's a challenge. I love that challenge. See, you love challenges too. I like that. All right, guys, that is our episode for today. Once again, I'm Christopher Lewis from Dating Intelligence. You can find me on social media and please keep sending in questions and all the validation adulation. I love it. Um, you can find me at Christopher at dating-intelligence.com or just anything dating intelligence on social media. And Nicole, thank you so much once again. And this is a great show. You're welcome. Learned a lot. Yes. All right, guys. See you soon.